Welcome to another episode of Kingdom Context. This is your host, Dr. James Aaron Jr. Today I have a special guest, uh, a good friend of mine that I've known for many, many years. Uh, he is my brother in Christ, my brother in the Lord, um, prophet, minister, pastor, uh, Anthony Lott. Say hello to the people. God bless you. God bless you, Pastor James. I am excited to be on this uh, segment of Kingdom Context. Well, today, um, I kind of want to follow up with part two of um, my my latest discussion of um, racism in America, uh, racial profiling, and our experiences, our personal experiences when it comes to racial discrimination, whether it be by people, police, or even systematic things. Um, so, yeah, Brother Anthony, what are some of your experiences when it comes to being discriminated against as far as being a black man in America? Well, um, Dr. James, I would say one situation I can recall was um, it's back, in, back in our college days, it was um, a situation where, you know, during that time, um, we were both on our spiritual journey. And uh, I, for one, being somebody that was raised in a very strong spiritual, uh, spiritually grounded household, um, trying to follow that path um, in college. Uh, one thing I encountered was some of the other ethnicities that claim to be on the same spiritual path. Um, there would be a bit of I would just say sometimes people would make certain comments at certain gatherings that I would go to where I would where I was the only the, the only African American there. Um in some of these gatherings, uh one particular time I remember, you know, they would come up and say, Hey, well, we know, you know, you know, you 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 move like this or you talk like this, or they would say, uh, you know, hey, what's up, you know, and use the N-word trying to connect but not knowing that was an actual offense to me knowing that we've had uh our forefathers and people who have gone before us that paved the way for us to walk in liberty and freedom who who have really died to uh you know so that we would have to you know deal with being called some of those some of those dogmatic names and uh i just remember that that's something that really affected me dr james because I never looked at other races any different than what I feel like oftentimes I was perceived or I was viewed as somebody who had a certain mentality based upon the, the color of my skin. Yeah, I um, um, I believe on, on part one of this discussion, I talked about experiencing, unfortunately, experiencing racism in the church. Uh, especially the church that we both attended down in East Texas. Right, yes. Uh, when your pastor uh, has to preach a message on racism in the church, his literal topic, That's right. then I would venture to say that there must be an issue, yeah. uh, especially when you're looking at maybe a handful of African-American people in a predominantly all-white church. Um, and for me, as a, as a young Christian experiencing that, uh, it was definitely something that I have never experienced before. It was enlightening, but also it, it let me know that um, you know that there's you know the existence of racism 
is is a, is a stigma. Uh, it is a sin, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a sin of America, and it, it has yet to be rectified. And I, I and I would venture to say, in this lifetime, is something that is definitely going to still continue to be around, unless we are able to be more prayerful uh, in our approach, but also not just prayerful, but having a strategy and figuring out how we, how can we bridge the gaps. How can we avoid such um, prejudices and, and such uh, 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 things that, that continue to divide us as, as a people? Because unfortunately, Sunday remains a very segregated day of the week. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, just, it's just how things have been here in America. But uh, me personally, uh, I believe in diversity. I definitely believe in that in heaven, everybody worships and and praises God together. So uh, we both know that we have a heart to do so. But um, is there is there any personal experience as far as something that stood out to you that that you have experienced that kind of stuck with you? Because in the first podcast, I talked about mm-hmm. um, uh, a relative of mine who was chased by some gentlemen in a church in, in a, a large truck mm-hmm. uh with wow. a confederate flag and they had shotguns wow. uh, i talked about me being racially profiled by police officers asking me to step outside my vehicle tie my hands with zip ties and tell me i fit the description of a car thief wow. these are some of my experiences that i shared in the last podcast i also talked about how as I was driving back to school and I was pulled over with me and three other people in my car by a police officer who told me that uh, the reason why he stopped me because I had too many people in my car. Wow. Well, Dr. James, I can recall when I had come back to the, uh, the Dallas area um, from the East Texas area and uh, one night after work, got pulled over by a state trooper and he said that my car fit the description of a guy that had just robbed a gas station. Um, you know, but the only thing is when I started to ask questions and inquire, you know, why'd you pull me over, etc. You know, he started to describe this guy and uh, immediately it dawned on me, Dr. Aaron, that, oh, he pulled me over because I was a young African-American guy. Uh, whomever had called, he just, they called and said the race of the guy. And I just so happened to be, I guess, the next African-American guy in a Jeep. And the Jeep was not even similar at all. He just pulled me over. And one of the you know key things that I feel like is very divine about this moment in this discussion is today, I was just reading a book by my late stepfather, Bishop Harry R. Jackson Jr. Uh, Dr. James, uh, you know, who served as the spiritual advisor to the President of the United States at one point, God rest his soul. He wrote a book called A Manifesto, which is dealing with the racial divide, which is dealing with how can we bring reconciliation, justification, uh, righteousness, righteous judgment back to really the, the, to Christendom again, to where 
people say, and, and, and you know, I'm going to go ahead and go down a spiritual, make a spiritual turn here, Dr. James. People say that they love God, but how can you love God with hate in your heart? And my stepfather's, one of the deepest conversations I had with him before he passed was he said, son, make sure you run with the baton to make sure that you're speaking about the unrighteous things, the hate, the injustice that have happened to our people. But if we operate in a spirit of accountability and shedding light and exposing these things that have happened by sharing our experiences, the exposure of that would now hold people accountable, whether they in the church, outside the church, law enforcement, whomever. And with us holding them accountable by sharing our experiences, I believe we'll start to see some positive change. We're not going to change everything. But Dr. James, we can help to impact to where we see a bit of a shift in this area because, man, it, it seems like things are going from bad to worse uh, in this area of racism. Yeah. Um, I think that with the transition in the, in the White House, um, there's been a little bit of a pause as far as the media is concerned. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's been a, a quelling of the noise. Um, but I definitely agree with everything um, that he said. Um, mm. We all have a role. We all play a part. Um, we've understood this. But what I discussed in part one was it's, it's going to take a countering. Yes, sir. In a sense, it's going to take some people that don't look like us. Yes. To help generate more of the change mm. that is necessary. Exactly. In America. That's good. Again, you cannot, you cannot go forward unless you address the real issue. The real issue is the history of this, con this country. That's true. And where it yep. comes from. Yeah. Uh, we have to deal with the fact that slavery did exist. We have to deal with the fact that Jim Crow mm -hmm. really did exist. We have to deal with the fact that we you know, played mm -hmm. a, a huge part in building this country. Yeah. And yet there are no reparations. And I'm not saying that I'm pro or negative reparations. But right. What I'm saying is uh, uh, we, we should uh, have a little more uh, to say with, yes. what, with how things are structured and how things should go. We should be treated with respect. We yes. should be treated as such as, as everybody else. But unfortunately, there is a system that isn't designed for us. And now we venture into systematic racism, right? Yes. So there's a business structure, there's a, a structure in our country, there's a law structure mm. that has been set up mm. that is not favorable for people that look like us. Yes. Not just us, but Hispanics and minorities in different communities. Yes. There's a system that has been set up that does not uh, uh, fully allow us to be effective or successful in certain areas. Yes. Uh, and that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But until we're able to uh, do something at a more greater level, yes, uh, systematically, then I think there are certain there are certain loopholes that remain unaddressed. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why it's important to to understand who's running for your local office. That's yeah. why it's important to understand. What are their politics? What they stand for? Now, yeah. some of us we don't want to deal with politics, but the fa the matter the, the fact of the matter is, politics is something that exists in America. That's right. And unless you're informed as to what's going on, yeah, you're not going to see change systematically. Right. That's the issue. Right. 
Because people are prejudiced in their own homes and they're racist in their yeah. own homes because ignorance is taught and passed down from generation to generation. The child doesn't understand racism unless right. it's taught to him. He right. doesn't understand that there's a difference between him and the next child mm -hmm. unless right. it's taught to him. He has to be told that right. because this is, a, this is something that's passed down and taught. Mm -hmm. But as far as a system that has been set up that put us at, you know, at, at, at a way that is not favorable. Yes. Then, then, then nothing ever changes. Wow. Well, I think this kind of goes back to a lot of scrutiny <clears throat> that even my uh, my stepfather encountered from not just the opposite race, but his own people because of his position or the particular person he was advising. But this was his spin on things and his revelation on it. Uh, positive change. Uh, can actually be more effective from the inside. Oh, that's good. That's uh, right. That's right. And he said his magnitude of influence that got him into the position, it was one thing. Their agenda was one thing. But his connection to God was a whole other thing. Because now we have to look at righteous judgment. We have to look at that God is, you know, he's not a respecter of persons, which means that there's no other race that's greater than the other. Uh, there's supposed to be equality across the board. So um, I really like that, which means that we have to be proactive rather than reactive. And I think it's a problem because we have a lot of people, uh, leaders, whether they're in the church or just leaders in our community, whether they're uh, uh, black business owners or whomever, uh, you know, we need to be at some of these meetings. We have to be at the city hall gatherings. Uh, we need to be involved in what's going on in our community to have a voice. So if we're going to ever impact, if we can be the voice for those who have no voice, well, that's, I believe that that's one of the first steps to us seeing uh, positive change, uh, Dr. Aaron. You know, we have to be active. If we're inactive, well, then we really have no influence. And we have, to, we have to look at this when we start looking at the, um, the history. Um, we were slaves and we were forbidden to move and do thus and such based upon them knowing our ability. When we come together, things have to shift and change. But if they keep us in a place where they spoon feed us and they say, hey, you know, if we release some stimulus money, or, uh, you know, if we give them, if we give them just a little bait, or if we give them a little this, just to keep them, to keep them away from really recognizing the true issue, or we see the issue, or to keep them in a place where they're silent, well, then we never, ever maximize who we were called to be. And then, you know, we can get into uh, the message of true identity and all that. I believe if we know who we really are as a people, we take our rightful place, we bind together, we become unified, that's when we begin to see change. I definitely agree. Uh, uh, great points. Great I've points. Yeah. Um, um, and, and I want to say something. A great point with uh, release a little bit of stimulus money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for the record, I never received any stimulus money. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was not included in that in that category. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um <clears throat> but again, uh it's about being proactive. It's about being active uh versus being reactive. Yeah. And we can't be proactive every 4 years. Wow. Wow. It's going to take more than every four years for us to stand up and actually feel like that we can make a difference. That's right. Um, the, the, the time for the mantle uh, to, to really be enlightened even mm-hmm. more is right mm-hmm. now. Right, right. Uh, and, and that's why I thank God for uh, giving us the, the opportunity, uh, the anointing, the, the help, the ability uh, to be able to, to have some influence. Yes. Uh, yes. Because unfortunately, for many years, uh, the church structurally has been silent. Yes. Um, okay, it's it's good to pray, sing hymns. It's it's good, but let's put boots to the streets. Mm. You wow. know, you know, let's wow. let's 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 show up at the midterms. Let's show right. up at you know uh, at, at your local uh, 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 polls. Yes. Uh, when the next mayor is coming in, or the next district attorney is coming in, or the, the next sheriff. Now, we, we're we talking about police brutality. We're talking about racial profiling when it comes to police. Yes. Who did you vote for as far as your local sheriff department? 95% uh, of the people that is in our audience potentially don't even know who that is. Exactly. That's right. So if you have a problem with uh, how things are done, if we have a problem with how things are structured, uh, the way to have influence is to actually do something. Yes. Become informed. Uh, mm. You know, gain knowledge. Knowledge mm. can be powerful. It's a powerful tool. It's a power, powerful weapon as well. Yes. And as long as we remain ignorant, we have no power. Right. Because ignorance simply says that you don't know. That's true. And what you don't know can help hurt you. It wow. can't help you because, you know, a, a lot of times we just want to just move on and just carry on with our own personal lives. Wow. If it doesn't personally affect us until it affects us, then we don't really care. Wow. Well, it's going to take somebody truly caring in order for us to cause change. And we have to, we have to, be, we have to get knowledgeable. We have to understand that uh, showing up every four years is just not enough. Wow. Or being reactive when something happens as far as what the media shows us. Yes. You getting racially profiled. Yes. Me going through the things that I did. I didn't make the news. You know, but these things happen each and every day. And we wonder why it's happening. But these things have been happening since we've been here. Come on, man. You can go all the way back to the 60s, 50s, 40s, 30s, 20s, all the way back then. And the same stuff has been happening between black people and police. Yes. And especially in the South. That's right. Or in some northern cities that were, were predominantly white. And a lot of these places where we call white nationalists today were actually the KKK back then oh my god existed that's right this is something that we're still dealing with come you still on, have man. the white nationalists or the KKK that still exists right now today come on man so go ahead we can continue to pray sing hymns but true change is going to happen when you actually do something i like this particular scripture in James chapter 2 it says James began to say he said you say that you have faith but let me show you my faith by what i do <laughs> come on Ooh. Faith without works is dead. My gosh. My gosh. It's dead. 
is that. So we have technology, we've got all these things that we can use. Let's use what we have in order to generate change. Wow. Um, that's good, you know. That um Pastor, you know, I say this too. You know, I'm a I'm like you. I'm a I'm a history, I'm a bit of a history fanatic. Um September uh, 23rd, I believe it was. Um, I believe it's around 19, I don't know if it's around 1955. Um, and then you have September 23rd. Um, I don't know if this was this year or last year, but it was the Breonna, Breonna Taylor case. Oh, yeah. So September 23rd, 1955, and you come all the way up to, to these modern times we're in now. Emmett Till, Breonna Taylor. Mm. Both of their killers wow. were acquitted on September the 23rd. Mm. I don't think it's a coincidence. Mm. I didn't know that. Two young people, young African-American people. Um, we have to start looking at things for, for what they are. There's, some, there's a scripture in the Bible that says there's nothing new under the sun. Well, I'm going to go make a spiritual turn here. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. There's wickedness out here. There's spiritual uh, wickedness in high places. What are those high places? Well, it is places of government. There's high places, high officials. Uh, you know, we'll be amazed at some of these people who are who are anti-God or, you know, yeah. uh, you know, they, 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 they're they atheists. They, they, you know, a lot of them are satanic worshipers or whatever. They're different belief systems at work and these people have influence. So those of us who, again, believe in uh, righteous judgment, we believe in being anti-racist, we, we have to speak forth the truth. One of the most powerful scriptures I love is we shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. We have to become free. But what I understand is that we have to be liberated in our minds first. You know, so is a man thinking, so is he. So as we become liberated in our thinking, the boldness, the, 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 the steps, making that initial step, it happens first mentally. And then when we take the action, like you said, faith without works is dead. So we see, this is right here, Pastor, in black and white. This is not a coincidence. Emmett Till, Breonna Taylor, killer, killers are acquitted. Who are the ones who did the acquitting? Who are these individuals in these seats of influence whose voices are more powerful than ours? Mm. <sighs> yeah, that's... Uh... I didn't didn't know that. That's very powerful stuff. And you touched a little bit on on what they call qualified immunity. Oh. Uh, so it zeroes right back to <laughs> the people in those high places who have the influence, who have the ability to to govern the law as they please mm. uh, within the confines of of a certain structure that again wasn't 
built for us. Can you can you give us that term again, Doctor Avery? Qualified immunity. Okay, that's my first time hearing about that. I always learn something new with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, uh, um, you know, wow. And this this goes back to why these police officers are constantly getting acquitted. Yeah, because yeah. they have the law on their side to protect them. Wow. Again. Wow. Who is your local sheriff? Right. Who are the people who make these laws in your county, yes. in your city, your state, yeah. and abroad? Right. We can't look to the White House for change. Right. We have to look locally. We have yes. to look at the people that we're allowing or the people that we're putting into office. Mm-hmm. Make sure that we know exactly what they believe in. Make sure right. that we know exactly what they stand for. Right. Because these are the ones who are putting these laws into practice wow. in our local county, state, wow. city, our yeah. local community. Yes. You know, um, and until then, you're going to continue to see a pattern that has existed for a very, very long time now. While the church continues to pray. Right. Fast. Right. Serve every week. Mm -hmm. And yet, we are still getting lynched on the streets. We're still getting killed. Uh, We're still getting profiled. Uh, And all these things continue. So until we actually make some tangible change, we will never see change. Tangibility is the greatest ability that we have because as long as God has, is bringing breath in our bodies, we have the ability to cause change. Right, right. We have to be willing to step outside of our box, our, our comfort zones, and step into a system and fight it. Right. And then cause change within the laws. Mm, that's good. That's really good. We have to change the laws. Right. But how do we do that if we're not present? Exactly. Right. That's good. That's really good. And we're only present every four years. Wow. Or we're only reactive when something happens. And mass media is showing us daily what we should care about. Yes. Or when they show us a mixture of Black Lives Matters mm-hmm. and, you know, Antifa mixed right. in the crowd. Right. When it's really neither. Right. <laughs> right. It's really neither. It's, right. It's really neither. It's just a group of people who decide to get together and, and decide to riot a city. Well, you know, I kind of say, you know, a false, a false movement, a movement that is driven by illusion uh, will not bring about change. Because <laughs> it's, I mean, it, it is what we just called it. It's a false movement. Yes, sir. It's fabricated. Um, and I believe, again, uh, we have to get back to the basics as well. Um, you know, you said something very powerful. You said, while the church is praying, fasting, um, but we're still getting lynched. Um, there's a portion of scripture that says, these have a form of godliness, but they deny the power now we have to go and define what is the true power of God? Is it just being able to speak a certain way? I, you ask me, how am I doing today? I say, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> uh, I can speak the lingo, but what is my action? Because without faith, it's impossible to please our God, please God, which means faith is action. So if we're not taking action, in that word action is the word act. We will not see change, not just with us taking positive action as individuals, 
but understanding the power of unity. But if we fight one another, we got to start looking at some statistics now. We got to start doing our research because in research and when we look at the stats, <laughs> we'll see that a lot of times not only have we been lynched, we also have some self-inflicted wounds. We will rob one another. There's still gang violence. There's still, so now let's start looking who are some of the people that fund some of the gangster rap? The influences of our day to our young people, to our culture. Who, who are, because we have some African-Americans in some high seats, but most of those high-level producers, they're not African-American. What's your take on that? I mean, I know I went a whole nother way, but what? Um, when it comes to uh, such as black-on-black -black crime or whatnot, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, uh, we looked at a study and the numbers are just the same. Oh, my gosh. Wow. White people kill white people. Hispanics kill Hispanics. Black people kill black people. The numbers are exactly wow. the same. Wow, that's powerful. But that's, that's not what they'll tell you. They'll tell you that we kill more. It's, uh, there's a, a, a greater proportion of black on black crime than right. there is any other exactly. race. Exactly. But when they, run, when they ran the numbers and... And, and it, the numbers are exactly the same. It was all equal. It was all equal. Wow. It was all equal. So, Pastor, that's powerful. whoever's in your community who lives where you is, that's where right. you are. That's exactly. where the problem is going to happen. Oh, man. That, that's powerful. And, Pastor, I think that goes back to us knowing, being in the know, being having knowledge. One of the most po powerful things that I like is my people perish for lack of knowledge. And I think that if we're not informed, I mean, thank God for you and this podcast and you putting the information out there because we can't see positive manifestation without information. And if we are well informed, well, then I believe that we're, hold, we're held at a higher standard to go and make something happen, you know. So thank God for uh, this platform man, and uh, the information that you're putting out there because I really feel like Things have gotten worse because of what we have accepted. And I know that's a very powerful statement to make. But evidently, I'm accepting it if I'm not doing anything to change it. Uh, I, I definitely agree. Um, um, I, I would say um, the greatest tool that we have right now is to be able to influence the people around us, to teach them the things that we learn, the things that we know, in the hopes that they would also pass on that word. Absolutely. Um, that, that faith without words is dead. Yes. Um, and like you stated, my people are, are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Yes. Um, um, the greatest tool that we can obtain when it comes to this particular subject is information. Yes. Uh, and information is going to provide us the ability to cause the change that we are expecting. Yes. Uh, we cannot look to D.C. for change. We have to look within ourselves. Oh, that's powerful. Change the way that we think first. Yes. Um, because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And then from there, we can cause change within the people around us. And then we can go to the voting boots. And then we can figure out the people that we are elected. Matter of fact, how about you just run for office? Ooh, that's that's the kind of change that we can cause right there. That's good. That's good. And then I will venture to say this. Uh, one of my favorite texts, Matthew 25, 
to one he gave one talent to one to, to one he gave five talents to another he gave three mm-hmm. to another two to another one each according to his several ability mm-hmm. see you and I we've been gifted with more than one gift right yes sir more than one gift yes, some sir. don't have the ability to expand right or uh, to uh, be as diverse as we are right. with doing a podcast. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. But we have the ability because God has gifted us outside the box wow. that we can reach a greater audience. That's good. Because at the end of the day, the main tool of it all is to spread the gospel message. Right. Right. That's right. I, I have taught for many years, and this is what I truly believe, that the greatest sermon heard is the one lived. Yes. So the way that I can influence people is by how I live. Right. How I structure my life, and because I, I am comfortable with the fact that I am the same way that I am by myself as I am publicly. Oh, that's good. So that's I don't good. have to wear two faces. I don't have that's to wear good. a mask, and I don't have to be, you know, <laughs> pretending to be something that I'm not because right. this is who I am. Yes. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, mm-hmm. if if we're going to cause change, if we're going to, uh, if we have the desire to see a structural change then charity starts at home. That's good. That's good. Uh, and, and so we have to use the tools and the giftings, uh, uh, the things that God has placed around us um, to, to influence change. Yes. By simply uh, uh, being proactive in some kind of way. Right. And, but until then, if we just sit around and have conversation, that's good. It's great to have dialogue, uh, but uh, it's good to have discussions. That's good. That's really good. Um, we're getting ready to close out this podcast, Absolutely. but do you have anything else that you want to add, my brother? Yes. Um, well, Dr. James, I would say we must recognize who our leaders are in the community. Um, there's always somebody that's standing up for change, but, you know, we can't do it alone. So um, as you were talking, if I begin to talk while you were talking, well, then there's going to be what we call clutter. They would hear words, but the comprehension probably would not be there because we're clashing. Somebody has to be silent while somebody is speaking up. And we speak when it's time for us to take our turn. Does not mean that I'm not supporting you, but you're the leader. You're leading out at that time. If we can identify who the leaders are, find our role, We find our role, now I know my role, and I remain consistent. No army is as great as their communication. So as one is leading and I'm supporting that cause, we become an unstoppable force, my brother. Amen, amen. Uh, One one can chase a thousand, two can put 10,000 to flight. That's good, yes sir, that's right, Pastor. It says power in unity. It says power in agreement. Um, I mean, mm, <laughs> you wow. just think about the Tower of Babel, and you can Ooh, come on. You can understand the, the power right. of coming on one accord. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, um, the expectation in this season is change. Uh, we can no longer do things that it, it can no longer be business as usual. That's right, because uh, God has caused things to happen to where it can't be business as That's usual. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, uh, uh, as you begin to uh, start your ministry, yes, and, and and I as I also enter into a season of 
of, of starting the new ministry. Yes. Uh, the reinvigorating of something new, something old, something blue. Yes. Uh, something true. Yes. Uh, and uh, uh, the sustainability of what God is about to do is, is something that I consider legacy. Wow. Uh, something to be passed down to the next generation. Wow. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so this is big. This is big. Um, but the issue of racial discrimination, police brutality, yes. prejudices, yes. Uh, systematic racism yes. uh, is something that has continued to be discussed over and over and over again. Wow. There's been levels of progress yes. uh, that you can't ignore. Yes. Uh, but uh, I believe that the, the issue of qualified immunity mm. should be something to be visited. Yes. Yes, sir. Um, and, and, and now um, there's some other things happening. Um, um, but anyway, uh, you know, it, it's, it's the season to which we really have to vocalize what's happening. Right. Uh, and just because the media is not showing us anything, it doesn't mean that it is, is things have not quelled right. uh, 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 on the back doors. Exactly. Right, on the porch. Right. Uh, because the issues are still at hand. That's right. Um, and so um, the next thing for us, I, I truly believe, is, is to actually take action. Um, I, I'm not interested in building a kingdom Right, the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm. It's already been built. Mm. Uh, and so our job, my job, is to spread the message, mm-hmm. but also uh, to, to influence the culture, mm-hmm. uh, to, to influence society, mm-hmm. but also prepare the next generation uh, to, to be diverse in, in, in our actions as far as influencing um, the culture and the environment, the system, uh, because th- there's progress. That, that still needs to be obtained. Uh, but it's not going to happen if we just be quiet. That's it's cool. not going to happen if I'm trying to build a mega church because I'm not. Right. I'm not interested in building my pockets. Exactly. I have a job. Right. Uh, uh, That's good. Uh, it's not about those things. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's about real change and changing people's lives, but also having a voice uh, and, and letting the people know that you can make a difference. Yes, yes. And so we're going to empower you to be able to do so by informing you as to what's happening. Yes, yes. Because a lot of times people can't see outside their environment. Oh, wow. They can't see out their own house, their oh, own wow. four walls, the people around them. Yeah. Right? The world isn't bigger than that. It's, it's as big as the people around them. Right, exactly. That's so cool. if you're in a world where everybody looks like you, you might be in the wrong place. Right, so with that being said, um, I'm getting ready to close out this podcast. Um, any final words, my brother? Oh, no. I believe we covered a lot of ground, and I'm excited to be on this segment with you, Dr. J. Well, brother, uh, give us a little bit about uh, your ministry, your, your church, um, everything okay. that you got going on, cool. uh, websites. Okay. Uh, where you good. can be reached. Uh, okay. Anything that you can offer. Okay. Okay. Our uh, our ministry name. We are Creative Visions Ministry, um, 
And our website is Anthony Lott, that is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-L-O-T-T dot com and dot org. Uh, we have a life coaching program called Mastering You. You know, um, Dr. James, that's for all the people who are entrepreneurs, uh, business people, uh, just your, your, your everyday hardworking um, citizens who need direction in the area of their career and need to be motivated. So that's the AnthonyLot.com. AnthonyLot.org is the ministry side of what we do. That's where we, uh, you know, we teach on the prophetic. We teach on the gifts of the spirit just for your spiritual development. So they can contact us on uh, uh, either of those platforms right there. Well, thank you, my brother, for giving us that information. Uh, anybody interested, I'm asking that you support my brother. Uh, he's doing a great work for the Lord. Uh, he's balanced just as I am. Uh, very diverse, very strategic in how he approaches things, very prayerful, um, uh, great guy, uh, great motivator. So uh, let's support his ministry and uh, let's support him as well. Uh, with that being said, thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Kingdom Context. I thank you for your support. May you have a blessed week. God bless.